So God desires that we be thankful in all circumstances. It's his will that we learn how to be thankful. Hey, what's up, everybody? God bless you all. Welcome to another episode of Unlocking Scripture. I'm your host, Justin Torres. Today, with the spirit of thanksgiving that we have in this holiday, um, I just hope that everybody is blessed and, and having a blessed holiday. But it's always a perfect time to take a moment to step back from just the chaos that's around us and the commotion of the holidays and refocus our attention on God and His Word. And with today, being that it's Thanksgiving, it's appropriate that we talk about thankfulness and having a lifestyle of gratitude because as Christians, we're actually called to live that type of a lifestyle, to live a lifestyle of gratitude and thankfulness. The Bible teaches us that. And it's interesting because when the Bible talks about Thanksgiving, you'll notice a few different things about it. Number one is that our thankfulness is to be towards God, towards Jesus, towards what he has done for us. But there's also another side of that coin, which is that we're called to be thankful in all circumstances, which can be very difficult for a lot of us because if we're being real and honest, it's not always easy to be thankful when things are tough. If you're opening up your fridge and you're seeing that it's empty and saying, Lord, thank you for providing today when it feels like his provision is not even there. But God is always there and his provision and his mercy is always there. The Bible says that his mercy is new every morning. So we have that to be thankful for. We have the fact that we've woken up today to be thankful for. We have our health to be thankful for, our families and friends, the body of Christ to be thankful for. And there's always something that we can look to God and say, you know what, Lord, I may not have everything that I desire, but I have you and you alone are worthy to give thanks to. And so we need to refocus our attitude when it comes to being thankful, when it comes to gratitude and put that attention on Christ. Because when we actually take a moment to step back and look and count our blessings, they always outweigh the difficulties that we have. And so I want to take a look at some Bible verses, and today's going to be relatively quick. But we're going to go right to Psalm 100, starting on verse 1, and just read that short chapter. And this is the attitude that we're to have as Christians. It says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Amen. So I want to just break this down for a little bit. Let's just meditate on this scripture. And when we go back to the first one, it tells us the first thing that we're to do is to make joyful noise to the Lord. All the earth. And that's just an invitation to praise. Now, it doesn't give us a reason why we should praise God. It, it basically tells us that God alone is worthy to be praised. God alone is worthy to be exalted just in his character, his nature alone. So God doesn't necessarily have to do anything to earn that praise. He alone is worthy of the praise just in who he is in and of itself. Then it says on verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. And I love that it says that because we talked about it on our last episode, you know, what servanthood is and how we're to be servants. 
but the attitude of our servant is to have gladness. So we're to serve the Lord with gladness, meaning that we're privileged to serve God. We're privileged to be called by him and we're privileged to have salvation. And so let's serve the Lord with gladness. Then it says, come into his presence with singing. Going right back to verse one is that we're to be joyful when we praise the Lord. You know, being in the presence of God is a joyful experience and it's something that we should be glad to be in. We have that privilege of having that relationship with God, having a connection with our heavenly father. And verse three says, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And that goes right back to the point that I made earlier is that when we praise God and when we give thanks to him, we do it because he alone is worthy. It says, know that the Lord, he is God. So God and him and himself is worthy to be praised. It is he who made us and we are his. So we were created for his good pleasure. God created us not because he needed us, because he wanted us. This was something that he decided to do for his own pleasure. And it says, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He calls us to him, so we're to give thanks to him. Then verse 4 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Again, with the same attitude. When we come into the presence of God, we come into his presence with thanksgiving. And we come into his courts with praise. So the, mean, the minute that we come to, to into his presence, we're to give him thanks. We're to give him praise for all that he is and for all that he has done. And because he alone is worthy. So this is something that can really empower your prayer life. Because when you come into God's presence with the heart of thanksgiving, the Holy Spirit is going to be able to use that to move you into a deeper place of prayer. Because you're already focusing your attitude on the blessing of God that he has already given. You're focusing on his face and not necessarily his hands. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. And verse 5 says, For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Notice right there it says, His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. You and I only live for our generation but the next generation over still and enjoys the faithfulness of god that we enjoyed so it passes from generation to generation so my kids will receive the blessing of god that i've received as a result of me walking with him because god is that good that his faithfulness endures to the next generation his love continues there's no end to his love it endures forever we don't endure forever you know, we only are temporary, but God endures forever. So for that, we should be thankful. Now, one thing I want to point out is that as believers, it's not necessarily a point that we be thankful, but we're also called to be thankful in every circumstance. Just like I was saying earlier, you know, when things are tough, not necessarily when things are just good. It's easy to be thankful when things are good, but it's a lot harder to be thankful when things aren't good. And so that's what I want to talk about. If we go to another verse, this is First Thessalonians chapter 5, and we're going to be on verse 18. Paul's writing to the church, and it says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And that's a great chapter to read. It's going to give us a lot of 
different insights on how to live a biblical lifestyle as a Christian. But verse 18, specifically, I wanted to highlight because it says, give thanks in all circumstances, not just in some circumstances, not just when it's good, but give thanks when things are not as good because God is still good. Now, we can allow ourselves to be put in that position of thankfulness, regardless of how things are around us, because we're focusing our attention on the Lord and not on the problem. When we focus on the problem, God becomes small. But when we focus on God, then the problem becomes small because we know who we're serving. But it says, give thanks in all circumstances. And now this is the other key. It says, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. So God desires that we be thankful in all circumstances. It's his will that we learn how to be thankful in all circumstances. God calls us to a life of perseverance and endurance. Now, if you look at who wrote this, this was Paul, and he wrote this from prison. Most of the New Testament was written by Paul from prison cells, and he's telling you from a prison cell to be thankful. So he must have already mastered this. He must have actually understood this concept of being thankful in all circumstances. And we see in his life how God moved in his life as a result of that. You look at the time when he was in prison with Paul and Silas and they were praising and God set them free by breaking down that building. He sent an earthquake. So your thanksgiving does something spiritually. It's not just an attitude of motivation. It's not just something that's just going to help you get through your day. No, there's something spiritual that comes as a result of thanksgiving. When you know how to thank God for who he is, not just what he has done, but thank him for being God, there's something that happens in the spirit realm as a result of that because it's his will that we be thankful. So for everybody that's listening today, that's my encouragement to you today is that you learn how to walk in gratitude for God, not just what he has done for you. That's easy when God has blessed us to be thankful. But God has called us to live a lifestyle of thanksgiving. There's a there's a leper that was mentioned in the Gospels that there was a group of lepers, actually, that Jesus had healed from blindness. And the majority of them were so excited that they that they ended up leaving. Only one of them came back to thank Jesus. Just one came back to thank him. Is that us? Are we the ones that leave when we receive that miracle and we receive that blessing? Or are we the ones that actually come back and say, wow, God, thank you for what you have done for me. And as a result of this, I want to serve you. I want to give my life to you. I want to walk a lifestyle that is pleasing to you. Thankfulness is not just thanking God for what he has done in the moment. It is living a lifestyle that reflects that you are thankful for all that he has done. How do we do that? Following a life that is obedient to his word. When we live according to his word, when we have a lifestyle of prayer, a lifestyle of worship, a lifestyle of fellowship with other believers, we're abstaining from sin, not just because we're trying to keep rules, but because we don't want to dishonor God. That's how you live a lifestyle of thanksgiving. When you show God that you love him and not just tell God that you love him. Love is an action not something that you say because you can tell your wife or you can tell your husband that you love them all day long but then be committing adultery or neglecting them are you really loving them of course not but if you love them you're faithful to them you respect them you honor them 
and you don't do anything that will hurt them or dishonor them in any way. Same thing with God. If we're trying to live a lifestyle that pleases him or if we want to show God thankfulness, that's how we do it. Living a life that is faithful to him, that he can be pleased with. So I hope this this has blessed you. If it has, go ahead and leave a, a like and a comment and subscribe and share this with somebody that you know will be blessed by it. I hope that everything that we've been doing here has been an encouragement to you. My desire is that every person that is tuning into this can grow spiritually and be sharpened. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. And I pray that you'll be able to grow spiritually from everything that we put out. So hope that you have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy it with your family and your loved ones. And we'll see you on the next episode. God bless you.